Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are simply veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am your host today, or one of your hosts today, Vicki. And this is Larissa. And for those of you who are keeping count, uh, this is episode 171. 171. Uh, 171. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing energy and nutrition bars. What they are, you may think you know, but maybe you don't. Store-bought versus homemade, why make them, and some tips for making your own at home. This is something that I chose this topic because I have seen conversations in our peas and carrots, what up peas and carrots group, Uh, (laughs) in our peas and carrots community about uh, some struggles with finding some either good tasting energy bars or, or nutrition bars without a lot of preservatives. And it's it can be challenging. Now, I personally prefer the uh, one of the ones that I like are the Vega bars. Those are those are really good. But um I know there's some challenges with that. The there have the ones that don't have a lot of preservatives tend to not taste as good. So, <laughs> it's like trying yeah, to find the balance, right? All right. So, let's talk about what energy bars and nutrition bars are. All right. Well, you know, originally the energy bars, when you think of energy bars, you think of more like athletes, right? So people who are training for marathons or long distance runners or, you know, people who um, need to sustain energy during physical activity. And, but now it seems that we've got all these kind of nutrition bars and I'm kind of, you can't see it on the, on the podcast, of course, but I'm kind of using a lot of air quotes, air bunnies, um, air bunnies in this episode and at Cosmo Hush. Um, but in, so, you know, now it seems that we've got a lot of these nutrition bars in air bunnies, uh, that have really kind of become almost their own food group in a way. So, you know, you've got all different kinds that are marketed toward like all different segments of, of the population. Right. So you've got ones for people who want lots of carbs and then you've got protein bars and then there are these breakfast bars for people who say they hate breakfast, but they can eat this thing, right? Uh, you've got brain boosting bars, meal replacement bars for, you know, if you just don't want to cook or you don't have, you say you don't have time. And uh, then there's the ones for dieting. And then uh, there's even women only bars, which <laughs> that just always cracks me up. But I don't know. Well, there's men only ones too, I think. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess if there's men only shampoo now, there can be men only <laughs> bars. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's like a whole industry, just these nutrition bars, right? Right. And some of the popular brands, you know, I gotta be honest, that's one of the aisles that confuses me the most when you walk down that there's so many different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, some of the more popular brands are Power Bar, Luna, Balance, Met RX, Cliff and Soy Joy. Yeah. And, you know, to be a quite honest, you know, me and how picky I am, none of these really taste good to me. Yeah. W- one of the ones that I, when I do go down that aisle and I'm looking for something like a quick one is Larabar. Those are, mm. those are pretty good. Those don't have a lot of preservatives. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot I, to put yeah. That in here. Some of their, some of their flavors are pretty good. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think for me, again, you know, as picky as I am, a lot of it's the texture that I can't deal with um, or the coconut that I can't deal with Yeah, because a lot of them tend to have coconut or banana. And, you know, those are two of my least favorite things ever. Um, So, yeah, I'm just not a fan. Now, that's not to say that, you know, if I tried making some different ones that I might 
not hit on something that I actually like. But as far as the store-bought ones, I'm not a fan. Um, but, you know, and it's one one thing that we should probably note um, is that, you know, these things, these type of bars are not in the same category as like the commercial granola bars or those kind of grain type bars. Um, those are like way processed, way higher in sugar, and just not not the best. I mean, they're touted as, you know, kind of healthy, but they're really, really not. Yeah. A, a lot of those can c- contain a lot of preservatives. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the difference between like the store, even the store-bought energy bars and then granola bars or Nutrigrain bars is that the energy bars or the nutrition bars now tend to focus more on whole foods. So ingredients like uh, nuts, seeds, dried fruits, and, you know, hopefully without as many preservatives and, and processed things. All right. So if these are so hard to find mm-hmm. and the ones that are good for you, and when I say hard to find, meaning hard to find ones that taste good, that are nutrition nu- nutritious without having a lot of preservatives, then why would we eat them? Well, because they're easy. They're I easy. Mean, that's right. They're, they're, convenient. They're, they're convenient. You know, I mean, nobody has time to, for anything anymore, right? So you can just grab a bunch of these off of a store shelf, stick them in your pantry, and then, you know, throw them in your backpack or your purse or, or whatever it is that you, you take as you're running out the door to do all your stuff every day. And I mean, that's it, to me, that seems like that would be the number one reason is just that it's really easy and no. you don't, there's no prep. Right. Right. Yeah. And for athletes, I mean, there are some, as you were mentioning, some of the energy bars that are can sustain your energy. I didn't really buy into that that as much until I was, as you know, a couple of years ago was training for a half marathon. Mm -hmm. And I really saw the benefit of some of those. And that's really when I got into the Vega products. Mm -hmm. Remember, because I and I could really tell a difference. it, It didn't make that much of a difference to me if I was doing a 20 minute walk on the treadmill. But when you're doing eight miles, that that I could tell the difference. Well, and you even had that nasty gel stuff. That's yeah, like, it wasn't that bad considering uh, what it did for you. It wasn't. I, it wasn't that bad. And the Vega was not that. It wasn't that bad tasting either. I did when I did research. I you know none oh, of those. The gel, really, yeah, the, the gel, gel. It really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, you know, to me that would kind of be a. Um, uh, detriment if I was trying to run because I'd be throwing up as I was running because it just was so nasty. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. I know you with texture, texture yeah. things, you could no. not take that. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. And then also, you know, so we've got athletes um, using them for energy and then uh, for convenience, but also, you know, for people trying to control their weight, a lot of these um, diet programs, the commercial diet programs, bars are a big part of that. It's like shakes and bars, right? Um, what is it that they say? It's like a shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch and a healthy dinner. Well, you know, the, the bars are also a huge part of that. Um, and so diet is is a big reason, like trying to lose weight to, to use these things. And um, yeah, so I mean, that's just, just a few reasons that people might go for these. Let's talk about commercial versus homemade. All right. So, you know, store-bought bars. And like you said, I mean, it's a very big, confusing aisle to go down. Very confusing. I mean, there's every brand, there's so many brands. And then every brand has like 25 different varieties, Yeah, you know, and they, they say different things. It's like, this one's for energy. This one's for brain. This one's for, I don't know. There's probably one for sleep somewhere too. I don't know. Um, 
but there's so much. So how do you figure all that out? Right? Yeah, I know when I go down that aisle, it, it gets a little frustrating, because there's so many, so many choices, the paradox of choice, right? Mm-hmm. Have you heard that the paradox of choice when you mm-hmm. have too many choices, you don't know which choice to make. And I just find myself flipping those on the back and trying to read all of the small little you know, numbers and the <laughs> right. crease of the of the label, and it's really hard to read all that. So, why don't we give the folks some things to look for if they are if they do want this? Because I think it is a great thing to be able to carry with you right. on the fly. I wouldn't depend and put my whole diet and nutrition mm-hmm. into this, but it is great, especially when you're doing a road trip. I mean, it's better than grabbing a bag of Cheetos, right? Right. Or having some of these. So why don't we talk about some things that folks can look for on the back of the labels? All right. Well, you know, if you are going to be buying these, uh, look for things like, you know, read the read the, the, that tiny print uh, and look for things like uh, less than five grams of fat or, uh, and not or, and uh, uh, three to five grams of fiber. So you want to kind of, you don't want something that's super, super high fat, but unless you're using, and we'll talk about meal replacements in a minute, but unless you're going to replace, use it as a meal replacement, you don't want to like be super, super bulky either. Also, you want something that's lower in calories, especially if you're watching your weight, because some of these things, especially if they have ingredients like coconut oil or lots of high fat nuts uh, can get really uh, calorie dense. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And you don't want that if you're if you're trying to, you know, keep your weight down. All right. Now, if you are trying to use this to replace a meal, one thing to look for are 15 or more grams of protein. Some fiber is always really good. And also check to see if it's fortified with about 35% of the RDAs for vitamins and minerals. That's Mm -hmm. also really important. Again, just to make sure that you're getting a balanced meal as much as possible. Right. Uh, You know, and then just a couple of tips if you're going to use these things. Um, Try to eat some sort of real food with with it whenever possible and i mean i know that kind of in a lot of people's minds will defeat the purpose of this is right you know well i can just grab this and eat it you know in my car and i don't have there's no mess there's no fuss there's no cleanup but if you can at least grab some fruit or some like raw veggies or something to kind of balance that out so you've got some some whole real food with it Okay, here's another point that you might not think about, especially if you're relying on these as your meal replacements, is to be careful how many you're eating per day because these can be fortified with vitamins and minerals and it's you can even OD on some of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to be careful of that. Yeah, yeah. If you get... If you are eating too many of these on too regular of a basis, then definitely you can build up uh, too much of these vitamins and minerals and cause like long-term health problems. And, you know, a lot of people, like you said, people just don't think about that. I wouldn't think about that, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it's, it can be a real problem. All right. Let's talk about homemade bars. All right. So what about some advantages? Well, I think one of the advantages with anything you make homemade, homemade is that you have control about what goes as to what goes in, right? Mm-hmm. So you're choosing the flavors and the ingredients and the quality of the even the ingredients that goes in. So you're buying organic types of uh, ingredients. Right. Your ability to control allergens as well. That's a food allergens. That's a big deal to some people. For example, allergic to nuts. Mm-hmm. And no, and the preservatives and artificial ingredients are obviously limited by what you put in. Right, right. Now, the other thing that's a really, really big advantage over buying these things from the store is cost. Uh, you know, they're pricey. They're very pricey. I mean, you, you're talking, you can easily drop, if you're eating these things on a regular basis, say maybe one 
one a day, you know, every every day. I mean, that's going to be what forty bucks, maybe mm-hmm. easily. And uh, so you're going to save a lot if you're making your own uh, on ingredients. And you know, you can you can buy higher quality ingredients, and because you're buying in larger quantities, you're still going to save money. Uh, and then you can also create a wider variety, if this is even imaginable, because every brand has like 25 different varieties. I mean, when you make it at home, you can create even a bigger variety and you can specify them to like exactly what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Example, me with the bananas. All right. So some of the disadvantages are obviously it, it takes more time. And some people like me don't tend to have patience for things like this. And I would rather just buy it. But I I mean, the taste is, is something that you can, I would, I would think would be better because you're mm-hmm. customizing it to what you like. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's up to you whether you want to trade some time for doing this. I'm, like I said, I'm personally not very patient when it comes <laughs> to these types of things. Well, and you know, it's, it's funny, even though that's a, a disadvantage, it's also, well, it's not as much so as, you know, if you're preparing like, like big full meals or, or everything, anything, because I mean, as you'll see, when we talk about actually making these, most of them are like really super simple to make. And then the other thing is that you can make them in bulk and freeze them. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Yeah, you'll have that. Um, so, you know, take a weekend, like we've said before, take a, a Sunday afternoon or something and, and uh, put on a movie and watch, you know, watch it while you're making a whole bunch of different uh energy or, or nutrition bars. All right. So let's talk about making them. All right. Well, as I mentioned, super simple. I mean, it, it doesn't get much easier than making these things. Most of them are just a few ingredients. Um, many of them are no bake. So you don't even have to heat up your kitchen with your oven. Um, it's basically combine your ingredients, press the, press it into a pan or roll them into balls, chill it, and then cut them, store them, freeze them, whatever you want to do. Yeah, really the ones that you have to bake are the ones that have like granola type, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of those, the reason for that is that some of them have, will have like fresh fruit or fresh uh, ingredients that are, they're not going to keep if they're not, if they're not baked. Or some of them may use like an egg to bind, to bind ingredients. And, and uh, so they're not going to keep. Um, but if you're using fruit and dry, uh, dried fruit and nuts and seeds, then most of the time it doesn't need to be baked. So the biggest, I think, advantage outside of being able to control the amount of artificial preservatives and such that you that go into these are uh, with creating your own is that you get to create you get to decide on the ingredients right mm-hmm. and those are pretty much whatever you decide so mm-hmm. it could be nuts nut butters oats quinoa i don't know that i've ever had an energy yeah, bar with quinoa, I, but you that, know what i could see that i came across that when i was i was doing the research for this episode um there are actually lots of different recipes that use quinoa as kind of a, a base like that and then the other one that i found that was really interesting that i forgot to write down here is um cooked black beans oh wow i yeah now i've never heard of that yeah well and you know it it makes sense because you can make brownies with with black beans mm-hmm. you know as an ingredient and um so it, it makes sense and think about it i mean that's that's pure protein right there i mean that's really good protein and fiber so that would be a really good kind of um base for uh energy bars right some other ingredients are chia seeds flax seeds sunflower seeds pumpkin seeds any seed really dried fruit fresh fruit savory ingredients like olives 
grated carrots, cheese, herbs. I would have not have thought olives. Yeah, I, that's the other thing that surprised me. I would, I never, whenever I usually think of energy bars or nutrition bars, I think of kind of more of like a sweet, not almost sweet kind of like yeah. fruit, you know. But I found some interesting ones that had like were quinoa carrots like or grated zucchini and then cheese and herbs so kind of savory Mm -hmm. and then uh, coconut oil and then to sweeten things like agave honey and molasses Mm -hmm. uh, or applesauce Mm -hmm. as well yeah and you know like you said you made a good point that it's pretty much limited you know by your imagination i mean imagination your imagination um and uh so if you don't if you Come across a recipe and you don't like something in it, like if you hate bananas, and yes, I'm hating on bananas today. So I know I'm gonna get <laughs> you're I know gonna, I'm get, gonna get all kinds of flack from Daryl Roberts uh, and uh, probably Danielle, um, a couple listeners. But uh, yeah, I I hate bananas, and so I would she substitute. Said it. It's out there. <laughs> I would substitute applesauce, you know, mm-hmm. in place of bananas because they're both a binder. So um, yeah. I, oh, avoc- I wonder if you could put avocado in any of these. I'm sure you could, but uh-huh. that would be just disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to get more for that, aren't I? Well, I set you up for that to yeah, get I more because I know we have a lot of avocado lovers yep. in our community. I know you did. <laughs> you totally walked into that one. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, whatever. All right. I think that does it for our main topic. Hopefully this provided you with some ideas for, uh, well, for some, uh, some information about energy and nutrition bars and then also some tips for creating your own. So let's move into, on that note, the recipe of the week. All right. And, you know, it's kind of, um, I think we screwed up uh, unintentionally a couple of weeks ago because we had, as the recipe of the week, uh, a, a recipe for like, uh, I think it was peanut butter and something or other uh, energy balls. Mm-hmm. And it oh, was, yeah. A, yeah, it was a, a peas and carrots uh, suggestion, member suggestion. And, but we used it a couple of weeks ago and I looked through the, the list and I couldn't find another one from the group. So... This one came from uh, uh, Peas and Carrots member Sally Craig from way back in January. And I, the only reason I know about this one is because Marigold, our very, very awesome uh, virtual assistant, has been going back through the entire Peas and Carrots group, which has been, what, a year and a half now of people posting. And she's gone back through the entire group and pulled all of these recipes into this amazing spreadsheet. Um, so that we can use them in the podcast. So thank you, Marigold. Uh, that's work that I didn't have to do because that would have been <laughs> really tedious. Um, but anyway, this is uh, suggested by Sally Craig. And the reason that I picked this one is because this is one of the things that I miss. Um, not eating meat. I don't miss the meat, but I just miss the, you know, we, and we've talked about this before. A lot of times we just miss kind of associations uh, of different foods and this is uh, a, a vegan version of beef stew. And I do. I miss the beef stew kind of experience, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, you're right. It's an experience. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a whole experience um, um, event. Event. <laughs> well, and, you know, well, to me... Especially it, when it gets colder, right? And then it's moving into fall. And, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Too. To me, it's, mm-hmm. it's like chili. It, like, it kind of puts you in the mood, you know, and yeah. you think of like Halloween and, and things like that. Um, but this is a portobello vegan beef less stew. And it's from a website called connoisseurusveg.com. Let's get this little like, um, this little uh, veggie dinosaur on the oh, cute. Yeah, that thing, but really cute. But it looks like a really good recipe. So I'm going to have to try it. 
pretty soon. Portobello vegan beefless stew. Thank right. you. Even though it's not going to be cold here for like another five months. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have our week of cold in about five months. But yeah. Thank yeah. you, Sally Craig. Thank you. All right. What about today's quote? The quote of the week comes from Anne Wigmore, who is a Lithuanian-American holistic health practitioner from 1909-1993. She said, the food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Ooh, that is deep. Isn't that good? That is really good. And you know, I always try to find a quote that relates to kind of our Bam. topic. But I, I I Googled every which way I could think of energy and food and quotes. And I was getting all kinds of weird things. And I even got Donald Trump saying something about energy. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stick to that. I'll just find something cool. So that's, that's how I found this one. So, but I do want to read more about this Anne Wigmore. She seemed like she yeah, was a really she, cool lady. Yeah. All right. So what is the question of the week? Question. Well, it's, uh, do you make your own energy bars? And uh, if you do, we'd love to know your favorite recipes or your uh, how you do it. Uh, do you freeze? Do you make extras and freeze them? Um, anything that has to do with energy or nutrition bars, let us know. Yeah. And if you don't make your own energy bars, if you buy any that you mm. are really like and you like the taste of them or you like the fact that they are low on the preservatives and such, please leave that as well. That can uh, leave a comment on www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash 171. You can also head out to our public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen or better yet, and you've heard us allude to this in several pieces of the podcast today, is you can join our closed Facebook group, which is the you got it right. Peas and Carrots Society. What up, guys? Uh, this is a group that has grown to almost 700 people now. Over 700. Over 700. We are getting wow. close to 750. Yeah. That is awesome. Now, this is a very supportive group. It is closed. So that means that um, anything you post in this group is exclusive to that group. So it's not going to show up in your public feed. And this group really provides a lot of support for being vegetarian, vegan, or even just a little more plant-based. What I love the most about this group, it is the most non-judgmental group that I have encountered mm-hmm. anywhere on the intro webs. <laughs> uh, they are really supportive. Mm-hmm. Example, you know, we had somebody come into the group that say, hey guys, don't throw tofu at me, but uh, I still eat a little bit of meat and I just want some tips for something not one judgy comment in mm-hmm. that there was, but there was lots, uh, of, lots of supportive mm-hmm. and guess what? She got the answer to her question too. So this is what's great about this group. If you're looking for some support, please consider joining the group at mm-hmm. facebook.com forward slash groups forward, um, forward slash vegetarian Zen. Mm-hmm. And you will be presented with a request to join. And the reason we do that is to make sure you're not peddling sunglasses or porn to our group. <laughs> and once Larissa does a quick And yes, we have had both. So. We have. <laughs> not yeah. often, but occasionally. Uh, yeah, we have to zap them really fast. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, head out there and uh, request to join. And we will, we, Larissa stays on top of that. So uh, mm-hmm. we will let you in. All right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, our favorite products, Larissa. Let's talk a little bit about th- that on our. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take that because uh, I think I think we should talk about your favorite Brand. energy bars or well, nutrition le- bars. And I know you mentioned uh, 
not Luna, but Vega. No, the other one, the other one. Was it Luna that you mentioned? It was Larabar. Lara, Larabar. Yeah, Larabar yeah. is pretty good. So that one, and then, but also Vega? Vega. Uh, and I was going to just plug Vega's products overall. I really appreciate it. I did a lot of research when I was training for the half marathon, and I really appreciate the quality in, of the ingredients in their products, and they taste good. So I know you're not much of a smoothie person. You don't really like those in general, but I know that... Not unless uh, it has ice cream in it, <laughs> and I think that's called a milkshake. But, yeah. <laughs> but I use their powder, their protein powder quite a bit. So really, their products are, and their gel, their, mm -hmm. the gel to uh, and energy supplement and their bars um, yeah. again i'm i'm not going to say they oh they i could eat them like candy i mean it wasn't like that but it as far as when you compare across the board the different energy bars or smoothies that kind of thing they taste really good All so right. uh, if you are interested in checking those out you can head out to amazon uh, i'm sorry you can head out to our website and click on our favorite products tab and there you will find links to some of the products that larissa and i are talk, talk about and that we recommend based on our own usage or the usage of those products from somebody we really trust uh, those are that is an affiliate link meaning that amazon will kick us back a couple of bucks if you buy anything through that site but though that uh, goes to support the show Mm -hmm. And we thank you. And we thank you. Yes. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 